Good morning, good morning. This is Brenda Shoshana with another episode of One Minute Mitzvahs. And indeed, it's wonderful to be back with you. And thank you so much for all your letters and comments and emails. I guess we don't do letters anymore in this day and age, but your comments, your emails, I still take them as letters. Anyway, let's go to the point which I like to repeat in each podcast. What is a mitzvah? That's not a good deed. We're not saying let's be goody goodies. We're saying let's become channels for divine healing energy. Let's be a blessing. Let's create beneficial moments, beneficial energy, beneficial mindset for the whole world. A mitzvah affects everyone and it is for everyone. Everyone can do it. Now, there are all different kinds of mitzvahs. Some mitzvahs are for now, some for later. Some of them are time-bound, that you do only at certain times. Some you do it only in certain places. Some you do only under certain conditions. But the mitzvahs in this podcast, One Minute Mitzvah podcast, are universal mitzvahs. They're mitzvahs that we can all do, and they're not time-bound at any time, at any moment. And believe me, they are powerful, so powerful. In fact, a mitzvah is so powerful that it is said that the reason that the temple was destroyed in many, many, many years ago was because of Lashon Hara, which means because people spoke ill of each other, gossiped, slandered, listened to slander and gossip. That, that itself, that itself was so toxic that it caused the, the temple to be destroyed, which now, of course, it makes eminent, immense sense, tremendous sense. When I was younger, I didn't understand it, but I do now because many, all the actions we take and the actions we do not take have enormous effects upon the world, upon the trees, upon the temples, upon the churches, upon one another, upon our body, upon our heart. And that's why One Minute Mitzvahs is so deeply, deeply important. Because to begin with, they can be done in one minute. Can you imagine? Just one minute of your time. Mostly we we feel, oh my goodness, it takes long. I have to study every particular detail. No, no. These are actions taken and not taken. They take a minute. It takes a minute to turn your mind around and engage that mitzvah or engage that situation looking through the eyes of the mitzvahs. Now that's a beautiful way to think of it, to look through the eyes of the mitzvahs. Don't look through your eyes, which might tell you, ah, I hate this one, or I'm going to get back at that one, or I'm going to really tell my friend about what this one did. Those are our eyes. Those are our reactive, often negative ways of being. Mitzvahs come to turn that all around. They come to change and alter that energy. So we want to look through the eyes of the mitzvah when we're confronted with a situation and see what would the mitzvah do here? What would the spirit do here? What are we being guided to do? So often we do many take many actions and it's not purposeful. We don't know what we're doing. 
We don't mean to cause harm, and we don't even see or realize how to protect ourselves and others or how to enter a positive mode. So that's why these mitzvahs are so important and so helpful, because they show us a new, a new way and a new light. So the mitzvah, I wanted to continue from last week's mitzvah, which was serve me sincerely. The whole, the whole mitzvah is purify your heart to serve me sincerely. And we're going to take each little part of that wonderful, wonderful offering and really examine it. And for today, we're going to examine what does it mean sincerely? To serve sincerely. That's an incredible question. To live sincerely. Because that is actually at the heart of all the mitzvahs. Sincerity. It means to become one. To become whole. Not to say one thing and do another. But to line up your deeds, your words, your heart. That's one big part of it to become authentic. Serve, serve me by being authentic. Serve me by being sincere. You don't want to try to fool anyone, trick them, be sly, get one over on someone. That's not sincerely. This is suggesting that our service to God, to spirit, to one another, be with a full heart. Not like we're looking to gain the advantage or gain something for ourselves from it. No, just with open hands and open heart. In the Zen world, it's called Mushotoku. And I'll talk about that in a minute. And in the Jewish world, it's called Lushmo. To do the mitzvah for its own sake. Not because you want to get something from it, including merit or points or virtue or say, look what a great person I am. I'm, no, 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 no. <laughs> We're not a great. The mitzvahs are great. We're here to serve. The mitzvahs are great, yes, very great. And when we embody them, when we live them, then we, uh, then we have that greatness coming through us. We're choosing the great way, the great path. So to serve sincerely is to take it to heart. Really, really take it to heart. This is not a game. <clears throat> this isn't something I'll do one day and I'll see how it works. Let me see how it works. Let me see the consequences. Let me see if I feel better. It's not about how you feel. You may feel worse. So what? Who cares? It's not about how you feel. It's not about what you think. It's not about your reactions. It's about becoming an open channel for the mitzvah itself. Very often we don't understand why are we doing this. We don't know because, but when we do it, we find out. So many of us, before we're willing to do something, we have to figure it out. We have to understand it. We have to feel as if we will, well, it, it's in agreement with my ideas and beliefs, so I will agree to it. That's not what the mitzvah asks, and that's not sincere. Sincere is, I'm serving sincerely. When you serve, it means you, you, you give up your own personal 
response at certain times and you just give. You just give. You just do it fully with no complaints, with no rewards. You're just surrendering is a good word here to the mitzvah itself. Even if you don't understand why in the world it's important. Because you know the truth is we understand very, very little. As a huge part of our ego, oh, I'm so smart, I know so much, I understand. But that's the mind trying to grip you in. It's a trap. It's a big trap. And we won't do something if we don't understand it or if we, don't, if we feel it's not going to benefit us. That's another trap. Then we, we, We're putting ourselves in a very small, enclosed cell, the cell of our own minds. The mitzvah say, step out of that cell. Be sincere. Serve me sincerely. And who is me, as we said last podcast? Whoever comes to you, whoever appears, serve whatever appears in your life sincerely, with a whole heart, without judging them, without rejecting them, serve sincerely. So the idea of doing something lishmo or for its own sake is so profound. It means let's not look for what I'm getting out of it. Now, I want to say why that, and let me, why that's so interesting and important. Most of the suffering in our lives comes because we take an action and we're looking for the consequences. Is it going to work? Is it not going to work? Uh, Am I getting something out of it or not? Am I advancing or not? Am I gaining? Am I losing? It's always about me, 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 me. And we're always, always cogitating and judging the results of our actions. And therefore, we're often very disappointed or upset. We're never doing the action just for its own sake. Which also means musho toko in the Zen. For its own sake, just do it. And, and focus only upon the action, not upon the consequences of the action. That's not your business. Just do it with a full heart. Now, actually, I just want to say, when we actually take that stance and that standpoint, so much of our own personal suffering just leaves because we're not concerned with how it works out. We're only concerned with being here sincerely and doing what is called to be done, what is wanted of us, what we're called to do. That's our only concern. And if we do that, wonderful what what and then we do the next the next action in that way not not watching all the consequences how what how does this one feel what does that one think am i being praised enough am i being blamed all of that disappears all of those causes for our suffering actually disappear praise and blame gain and loss good and bad constant evaluation of everything and everyone it disappears because that's not what we're, that's not sincerely. We're doing it, we're dedicating it. We're dedicating the mitzvah, the action to God and to the other person or whoever appears. I'm sitting on the deck in the woods right now, about to leave and return back to the city in a few weeks. I've been here for many months quarantining and I, 
all kinds of things come by in the woods. I'm right in the woods. Just a little while ago, I saw a mother deer with two little baby deer, so vulnerable, so beautiful, so beautiful. And, and I was reminded of a very important mitzvah, very, very important one, which is not to separate a mother bird from her little chicks in the nest. Don't take away the chicks when the mother's there. You see, the mitzvah's even taking care of the heart of the mother bird in the nest. Not, don't cause pain. Don't cause that bird pain to see her little chicks separated from her. Look how careful and sensitive to all of life these mitzvahs are. I thought of that as I was watching this mother deer and these beautiful little baby deer, just beautiful. So beautiful. Don't separate them. That mother deer is, loves her little, her little deer just the way a, a human mother loves her little babies. And these mitzvahs shine light upon the interconnectedness of all of us you know, when you begin to, when you really begin to immerse yourself in the world of mitzvahs, they say, what's the reward of a mitzvah? What is it really? And a wonderful, wonderful answer comes. The reward of a mitzvah is another mitzvah. <laughs> to just do another mitzvah. Wow, what a beautiful answer. That's an amazing answer, actually. That's a wonderful answer. So what's my reward if I'm, I'm serving someone? Well, the reward is to get something else to serve, to continue, to continue in this great pathway. It's not like my reward is something in the material world, although it may be, but nothing wrong with the material world, certainly, but that's not what we're doing this for. The reward is to do it. That's what sincere means, with a full heart. Not looking for a reward, actually. You know, we're so oriented to, a, I want something back from what I'm giving. Give me something back. And actually, when you do something with a full, full heart, wanting nothing back, you have everything. You have everything. There's such a sense of peace and of happiness and of contentment, fullness, a day well spent, an hour, a moment. This is a one-minute mitzvah. A moment well spent. So you could say, well, how, I've been talking a long time here. How is this one minute? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just elaborating on the mitzvah of to be, to serve sincerely. All you need to do in a moment when you feel out of sorts, upset, disgruntled, is remember, sincerely serve sincerely. That's way less than a minute. And take that as a flashlight. Align yourself. Be true. Do it fully. Let go of wanting a reward. Let go of wanting to, to win something from it. Let that go. Take that word sincerely as a beacon of light into your day. In one moment, you can adjust the whole day. Not just to do a mitzvah sincerely, but all your interactions. In a way, they're all grounds for mitzvahs, every interaction, when we do it through the, the eyes of a mitzvah, oh my goodness, they would be quite different, quite different. Very beautiful. As I just mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, which I think we did a podcast on it already, it's there, but I'll do another one later on. Lush and Hara, do not gossip, just don't gossip at all. 
or listen to gossip. Try that one. Just one minute, you can stop yourself from gossiping. You'll begin to notice how much gossiping you want to do or how much you listen. You'll begin to notice it when you take something on. So in all your relationships, this will alter so much. And it just, it really just takes one moment. Just one moment. Okay. But what it takes beyond that is to understand the beauty of this and the healing energy that you receive and others receive and and how wonderful you will feel ultimately. Although that's not why you're doing it, but it's it is truly taking the wide road, the great way, the great way, because nothing is excluded. Whatever comes to us, there's a mitzvah connected to it, to the morning, to the evening, to eating our food, to taking a bath, to seeing a sunset. Everything has a beautiful mitzvah connected to it. So it's very beginning to be opening our eyes and looking, as I said, through the eyes of the mitzvahs, the world becomes transformed. It becomes magical, which it truly is anyway. And we enter a new realm. Now, it's a beautiful realm, and I'm doing this podcast in the hopes that people will enjoy the podcast. And also during these very difficult times, the more mitzvahs that are done elevates all of us, protects all of us, creates a sanity and a balance in life, in the world, in the whole world, because they're all, the mitzvahs are all interconnected with all of life. So I offer this in the prayer that we, the whole universe, all of us can return to balance, to harmony, and to sanity. I thank you for listening, and I'll be back very soon. Bye-bye.